0: What's up, Dunwoody? Welcome back to the What's Up, Dunwoody podcast. What's up, Dunwoody? This is Matt and Justin. We're here with episode number 11. And um, we're here on location at the Dunwoody Nature Center with Alan Mothner. He was the first fan that we actually, or second fan that we actually had reach out to us and <laughs> want to be on
1: the show. Can I call you a fan? You can call me a fan. Okay. Yeah, fan. He's, a, he's a fan for it.
2: We fan. joke about getting emails and you actually emailed us. Yeah. yeah. It wasn't bad. It wasn't that was a, our first, really. It, it wasn't was our a first plain e- email,
0: no. which is what you expected.
1: Yeah, we're, we're good in this community about complaining emails every now and then, aren't we? Yeah, well, we haven't gotten it You guys are doing good then. We, we didn't yeah. set
2: up the dedicated complaint line yet so <laughs> that,
1: that goes nowhere. A, that's, that's why all the bloggers have the no comment Thing checked on. Yeah, Yeah. there
2: you go. go. Well, and actually, you did reach out to us because we we threw this ballpark guess as to how much uh, the event coming up, Monarchs Martinis. Okay, there we go. Monarchs Margaritas and Martinis made. Yeah, and Matt thought it was what hundred bucks or something. Yeah, that was
0: my guess. A hundred dollars yeah. raised.
1: Yeah, that yeah, that, little, that, that got wow. the hackles up a, a little bit. So yeah. I figured I'd shoot you guys an email and set you straight. <laughs> yeah.
2: But you know what? Let's talk about that uh, in a little bit. Let's just start with the the, the the kind of the history of the nature center, and we're actually on seized property right now.
1: That's right. That's yeah. right. Let's yeah, go all so, the way back with this. So going all the way back to when the uh, the property became part of DeKalb County was in the '60s. Uh, There's a gentleman by the name of Mr. Ross Lane who owned the property Um, and then in the mid-60s DeKalb County um, decided they liked it better than he did and uh, went ahead and made this a county park. So that was in 64. Where we're speaking right now is actually Mr. Lane's old house uh, where he raised his children and there was a few houses here on this property um, that comprises the entirety of the park. The nature center is now... This building and 22 acres of the park.
2: And he was pretty happy to give up the property. Oh, run. yeah. He, he just was, said, he go ahead and take it from he, me. Yeah, yeah. I, I raised my kids here. This, yeah, now, let's
1: yeah. just go to you guys. Yeah. so Mr. Lane, uh, if you're listening, now uh, lives over on the other side of the uh, Spaulding border in uh, Fulton County. You can yeah. apologize. You didn't have anything to do with I had about, nothing to do with it. So, no, Mr. Yeah. Lane, a, he's, a great, he's a great guy. He comes by. Um, oh, pre- he frequently? does. He does. Really? Still comes oh. by, especially when his kids are in town to visit. He comes by. Um, and looks at the property and, you know, with all the changes that have happened in the park over the last few years, I asked him, I said, you know, so what do you think? What do you think about what we've done, you know, to your old house? He's like, I love it. He said, it's great. I wish they did this when I was here.
2: Well, that's amazing. Yeah, that's because he wasn't happy about it at first. It's kidding around. If you're going to get your land taken away, I mean, what
0: better reason for it? Yeah. I
1: mean, we, we last year had over 27,000 visitors here to the park that we counted. So that doesn't count like, the folks just go to the playground or come early in the morning and walk your dogs. It's 27,000 people through programs, festivals, classes, uh, things that we do here at the park. So he's he's really happy with that number. I mean, that's a, a pretty big impact.
0: Yeah, that's cool.
2: If you stole my property, you'd have to make like a dinosaur park. You'd have to actually recreate <laughs> real dinosaurs. And then I'd be like, oh, okay, it was worth it. <laughs> We've got dinosaurs. More slides, for yeah. slides on your land. <laughs> slides. That Go past real dinosaurs. Yeah, yes, we, exactly. we,
1: we talked about that. We, we did a, uh, a brainstorming session here when we did our master plan a few years ago. And you know the hill that comes in from Robert's Drive all the way down? Ooh. Like, what if we had a big slide that yeah. came all the way down? I'm That's not gonna, inviting. Right I'm there. not going to call out our board member, Robert, <clears throat> about that. But uh, that was definitely one of the ideas.
2: Was he the only one that voted against?
1: Uh, we didn't actually get to a formal vote. Oh. I thought it would be cool too, but there's just a couple liability issues that uh, that prevented it.
2: I don't know. Slides are so safe.
1: They they are, I mean, especially they're... one that's what about a quarter mile long from uh, Roberts Drive to the building.
2: Can you imagine? That would be like something off a Simpsons episode. If it's <laughs> just way
1: into the campus, is a giant right onto the couch in front of the nature center. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh,
2: well, who uh, who pays for the nature center?
1: That's a very good question. So so we pay for the nature center. Okay. Um, we not city of Dunwoody. We the nature center uh, board and staff. So. We are a 501c3 nonprofit, uh, which means that um, we work with the city. This is city property. So the city owns this building, the city owns the parkland, the city owns all the 22 acres. And in exchange for us uh, to be able to work and operate out of here and provide programs, uh, we do various things for the city. You know, our city is one of those new cities where uh, departments are small. So we have a very small parks and rec department. So we partner with uh, the department to put on the programs in exchange, um, they let us work out of here. So it's a really great public-private partnership. Uh, The city's been an awesome partner for us. They've helped us invest in some capital improvements. Um, The buildings that are outside, the back deck, um, those were all city investments. At the same time, the Nature Center raises its own money. Um, We have an annual budget of just over $600,000 each year. And half of that is uh, what's called earned income. So money we make from camps or classes or field trips or the butterfly festival um, or other programs and the other half is fundraising so uh, one of the things we'll talk about is monarchs margaritas and martinis uh, that's, that's your our big one that's our big one that's our big that's our only one actually our only annual fundraiser um, and that as well as membership and sponsorships um, and grants that we apply for make up the other half of our budget i
0: want to talk about that mess out front <laughs> yeah yeah let's go <laughs> to that I, I don't
1: know what you're talking about <laughs> what <laughs> now, if uh, if y'all haven't been by in a little bit, the uh, construction on the new Austin Elementary has started. Uh, started uh, a couple months ago, so it's um, yeah, it's it's messy. There's a lot of dirt there right now. They've been uh, working on the site, getting their um, retention, underground retention in place, and doing all the site work, getting ready for the school to come. They're scheduled to open in July of 19. So we've got a year and That's a couple soon. months still. Yeah. It's coming. It's not soon enough. <laughs> um, the, the big thing has been the, uh, the shared driveway so as, as y'all know there's been that big gate out in the front um, and we're happy that opened two days ago and we now have our parking back um, we have some additional parking spaces one of our big pinch points has always been parking I think we had 19 spots uh, before this and now we have about 50 so it should help with our overflow parking uh, just even like a nice day today if y'all stick around through the afternoon parking will be full people come to walk the park, go to the playground, hang out, whatever.
2: Man, you guys got to get buses down here. There's a Mommy and Me uh, thing going on right now. Yep. It's amazing. Yep. Oh, yeah, from the time that we got here, actually, there was, what, two cars, and now yeah, there's it's nobody. kind of right. getting filled up. So. Yeah,
1: yep. that's kind of the way it goes. We get the early morning dog walkers and joggers, and then as the day goes on and it gets a little bit later, we do field trips pretty much every day of the week, and we have classes three or four days of the week, and then the afternoons we'll do scout programs or – after-school programs, so it's it's always busy.
2: Well, yeah, let's talk about that I mean people can come here just to, to walk the dog. Yeah, yeah, i off the leash. I guess is that all no, right? No, 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 no. i off the leash Okay, no, all keep, right. We yeah, we need on, to know that. We keep Yeah, exactly.
1: I know I'll get an email about that. Yeah um, Yeah, so one of the one of the really cool things about the partnership with the city of Dunwoody is because this is a city park There's no charge for admission So if you go to other comparable nature centers or things like the Atlanta Botanical Gardens or some of these other parks, you have to pay to get in. Um, We're free and open to the public every day, uh, seven days a week, sunrise to sunset. We added uh, weekend staff last year so that on Saturdays and Sundays you can come in and learn a little bit more. The building's open. We can run some additional programs. um, We can help people out if they've never been to the park before and want to know what's here to do. So, yeah, so it's a it's a great free place if you've got 10 minutes or 10 hours, um, you know, this is a great place to go explore.
0: You probably got a lot of friends that are the customers and visitors and stuff. I mean, do they come the same people every morning walk their dogs? And yeah, yeah. You see, see a, lot a lot of lot.
1: familiar faces in the mornings, and then after work, a lot of familiar faces mm-hmm. of the of the dog walkers, and then just your general park goers. I mean, you, oh,
0: all the moms that came in, I saw you knew <laughs> all <laughs> of them. Yeah, yeah. Well, all the kids. Uh, <laughs> so
1: so I live in Dunwoody. I actually am fortunate enough to live on the backside of the park, so I've got a great. Uh, commute in the morning. Sorry, everyone else in Dunwoordy that's stuck in traffic. <laughs> do you uh, just walk? I do. Oh, that's yeah. great. Yeah. Every day. that's nice. Yeah. Um, and so being part of this community, being part of the neighborhood is great to be able to see people uh, come to the nature center, uh, you know, to, to just use it. I mean, this is, that's how I got involved, uh, gosh, almost 15 years ago, um, was just using the park. And it's an amazing place. It sucks you in and you become a part of it. It's great.
2: Yeah. Well, wait, tell us about that. We didn't just lose power. No, we right? didn't lose
1: power. Sorry. our, our uh, <laughs> Everything's on a timer, yeah, huh? It, everything's on a timer. It's a, it's a, We're not moving enough, so the lights go out. If you no don't move, kidding. It's a, it's a sensor, yeah. That is pretty nice. Yeah, well, and that kind of Energy like efficiency. Energy efficiency. Yeah, and yeah. you
2: guys actually have a, uh, a parking spot for electric vehicles, too. We have like two. two. Yeah, we have two EV
1: spots. Yeah, yeah that and that, again, that's uh, back to the city, so I keep complimenting them. Thanks, guys. Uh, that's one of those um, public-private partnerships. They put in two EV spots. And those get used all the time. I and mean, You were asking about regulars, so we have um, a guy that comes every morning.
0: To charge his car?
1: Charges his car. <laughs> what? We, we have our, we have an open Wi-Fi network because we want people to come here and, and use the park and sit on the deck and do their work, and he can reach the Wi-Fi from his spot, charges his car for an hour or so, and then goes off to work. Nice. Yeah, it's pretty cool.
2: Yeah, I don't know about that. I mean... Shouldn't you be giving him like a bill or something at the end of the month? Oh, he pays. Oh, he pays. Yeah, it's not free EV. Oh, okay. Yeah,
1: there's those little cards, and I think it's like it's cheap for the first like hour or two is maybe a couple dollars, and then once you're there more than two hours, it's like twenty bucks an hour. So they want you in and out. No kidding. Yep. Yep. This little EV card.
2: I should put one of those in my driveway. Just see who shows up. Right. (laughs) I don't know. Uh, so yeah, but how did you get involved with the, let's go all the way back. Yeah. So So
1: all the way back to the day. So I moved, um, to our house in 2003. Uh, my kids were three and one at the time and they are now 18 and almost uh, my daughter's. Happy birthday, Ben. Heard of wow. birthday tomorrow, turns 16. She won't be listening. Yeah, you she's know. definitely not listening. Not that she doesn't love you. It's days. not that many. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'll share it with her. How's that? Um, and so when we moved in in 2003, we actually, it's, it's pretty funny, we, back in the day, you know, you you couldn't find a house. It was really, really challenging. And we looked at that house. We've been looking for months and uh, pulled up to the house. The owners weren't there yet. It was for sale by owner. And they pulled up five minutes after us, and I told him, I'm like, we'll take it. And he goes, you don't want to see inside yet? I'm like, well, I can see inside, but I'll just tell you, we're taking it. Uh, So it was great. We back up um, to the nature center. We share the same creek. Uh, But when we bought it, I didn't even know the nature center was here. Um, And so the the owners were like, yeah, you guys should go to the nature center. And so that started, and uh, my kids both went to Austin Elementary. So we tried to walk to school every day. We had kind of like the neighborhood posse where we would all walk our kids to and from school. And uh, again, just being here at the nature centers, uh, just like I said, it's, it is this place that sucks you in. So you get there, you realize how great it is, you want to become more involved. Uh, I became more involved. I joined the board in 2004. Well,
2: before that, you took uh, photographs one yeah, day? Yeah, yeah. That's yeah.
1: I was a, prior life was a photographer. Um, and we did uh, pictures. Uh, we took, I took pictures here in the park every day for a year. And then we sold the prints, uh, one for each month to help raise money for the Nature Center. Um, And then I joined the board. I was president in 2007-2008 of the board. Um, Rolled off in 2010 and then was asked to come back as the director in 2011.
2: It's always amazing to me how people end up where they're at. You know, you wouldn't think you'd go from yeah. just like when you were taking those photos every day. You never would have thought, well, I'm going to end up being yeah. the director of exactly. this place. But exactly, you know, it just kind of takes people identifying like that guy's really into this. Let's just get him on board. You that's know, exactly. Yeah, right. It's really neat. Yep. You do a better job that way. Yeah.
1: And you're Yeah. Interested in what you're doing. Yeah. That's that's it's it's funny our our board now you can just tell how passionate they are. You know, each. Each person that's on it, it used to be like you would drive by, you'd be like, hey, wanna join our board? Come on in. in." (laughs) And now it's like, you know, we have this whole uh, vetting process. Like, you have to apply for it, and what are your skill sets, and why do you wanna be a part of the board? And so everyone is super motivated and is great. And we have an amazing team, all these varied skill sets. You know, we have accountants and we have attorneys, and we have uh, community activists and just everything in between. It's it's a really cool place to work.
2: You got to vet them to find out how granola they are. Like, if you see if they roll out, and they throw some trash out their out their window. That's it. They're that's done. Right. If they're that's wearing right. shoes. They don't have a chance. <laughs> <See that>? Yeah, <laughs> wait a minute. Do you have? I, uh, got, you got, I got my nice shoes yeah, on. Yeah, you tonight. got real shoes. Yeah,
1: I, I dressed up for you guys.
2: <laughs> uh, yeah. Do you normally have Birkenstocks on? Or something? No, no, no.
1: I'm not quite that crunchy. Um, yeah. No. We with all the construction, everything going on too. Usually, my my uniform for the past two months. So it's rained, right? As soon as we started construction, it's rained like every day. So the typical uniform is boots that are caked in orange, right. uh, a pair of jeans, and it's been cold too, so a jacket. But depending on the day, if I've got meetings, you know, I look a little bit nicer. If, if we're casual and we're just here, you know, it's a nature center, right? And we're not all wearing button downs and, uh, and what we need every day, so it's a pretty casual place.
2: Yeah, and you I, I see, you don't have your rifle on you right now to shoot the coyotes. Do you normally have some sort of like a safari hat and everything? Yeah, my like attorneys
1: that? advised me not to answer that question. <laughs> no comment. No, we, uh, no, of course not. No, we actually—you'd be surprised at the amount of wildlife, or maybe you wouldn't—in um, the community. There's a lot. I mean, we see deer's all the time. We were just talking with our educators. We've got a um, a hike this Friday night, and one of the cool parts about those night hikes is the owls come out. Mm-hmm. Um, and she was just. Talking to how she recorded them and was playing their sounds back to them. So we've got owls, we've got deer, we obviously have coyote. Um, there's a huge red fox population here I've in seen a few of them. Have you yeah. seen them? Yeah.
2: yeah. Have you ever heard them uh, kill anything? The coyotes. I have not. Oh, uh, I heard that in my backyard uh, just recently, and I'm really? over in the, um, kind of the Heathwood uh, mm-hmm. Georgetown area. But I guess there is this kind of vein where they just go through the backyards and, um, yeah, every other dog in the neighborhood, they'll be barking yeah. right because they'll yeah. hear the coyotes. Then as soon as they make that kill, every other dog, is, they just shut up. It's like, oh, never oh, mind. Uh, never yeah, exactly. Forget it. <laughs> Those
0: coyotes don't care either. When you see them, they just stare at you, and yeah. they don't turn at all. They yeah. just keep walking that straight line. The foxes, Even too. The pasture. foxes
1: are getting braver and braver. I think they're getting used to people. I've got um, two dogs, and I walk them pretty early in the morning. I've seen the fox twice this week. And uh, the second time I saw it, it followed me back to the house and just kind of sat in a neighbor's driveway and watched us. <laughs> yeah, you're kind of dragging be. the dogs backwards. Yeah. <laughs> Wow. Well, you know what? Will you stick around for one more episode? Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, cool. All right. Well, let's. Uh, this has
2: been episode 11 of the What's Up Dunwoody podcast. Don't forget, if you are buying or selling a house in the Dunwoody <laughs> or greater Atlanta area, talk to Matt, the realtor. What are you going to start plugging? you got to uh, have something to plug. I'll, I'll, mention, uh, I'll mention it next episode. How about okay. that? Yeah, it'll be a teaser. Okay. All right. That's it.